0: Betches Media presents The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding-obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. What's up, brides? Welcome
1: back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Nicole Pellegrino, and today we have a special, very bittersweet announcement, might I add. So let me just tell you what is in the works for the Betches Brides community. I promise you the future is bright. So buckle your seatbelts. So as you guys know, I started hosting this podcast back in literally, was it? It was 2020 with Jordana and took you along the ride for my wedding journey. I got to follow along with a lot of your wedding journeys and then we started talking to experts more and more, and it has been literally such a wild, fun ride. I just want to say before I get into the actual announcements, I swear I'm getting to the point. I'm so grateful for all of you listeners. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at myself, but you have no idea how how much you guys have meant to me. I mean, this podcast has literally made my career like what it is today. I I cannot thank you all enough for... Being so vulnerable, sending in your questions, for listening, for supporting, for the DMs that you send me are still my favorite things. They brighten my day every single day when you say, like, I helped you get through your wedding planning. That just makes me want to cry, honestly. Um, so first of all, thank you all so much. But I do have a announcement, so I am going to be stepping away from... All things betches brides, and don't worry, I'm like not going anywhere. I'm still, you're still gonna see me from time to time. I'll still be making fun wedding content and videos and stuff. Uh, wedding is a part of my life forever. I'm forever a wedding girly, so don't worry, not going anywhere. I'm still at betches, so that's exciting, but I'm just not gonna be doing the show anymore. Um, and these episodes will still be accessible So you're, you'll be able to go back and listen Back to even 2019 Before I was even hosting But basically, Betches We just want to expand the voice of Betches The network as a whole Bring in new voices New talented creators New hilarious comedians That want to join And new perspectives You know, it's time for a fresh perspective You guys have heard from me for quite a long time now And I'm so grateful for that But with that said Again, the future is very bright, so let me introduce you to your new host, Samantha Bush. Welcome, that was a big, long-winded, long-winded intro. Honestly, a little emotional. Right, I like started, I'm shaky. I'm literally are you shaky. Were like you <laughs> getting choked up? Listen, like yes, because again, this podcast is my career, It's it's been my baby, you know? It's yeah. these listeners have truly like we've been through it, man. Bride for life. <laughs> I yeah. you are a very talented podcast host. Enough about me. Let shall we get into you, okay?
2: <sighs> the Scorpio inside <laughs> me like, so anxious about You're this.
1: You're a Scorpio? No wonder we're both yes. balls of anxiety. Before this, we were yeah. like we're both so nervous. I am Scorpio. When's yeah, your
2: birthday? October 29th.
1: Coming up. Okay. Right before Halloween. Yeah. When I was supposed to get married, November 19th. So, Scorpio, almost borderline Sagittarius, but I don't know a lot about horoscopes. So, that is one thing you should be able to bring to the table. Now, I'm like making, giving you more work. I'm like, now start a whole (laughs) new like bridal horoscope thing.
2: (laughs) I mean, I totally could and I probably will because I'm like a big horoscope
1: girly zodiac. Yeah. That's fun. I feel like that goes hand in hand with relationships and weddings and stuff. So that'll be a fun thing. Okay, so basically this episode, you guys are going to have... We're we are all going to have so much fun. We're going to do some emails. We're going to play a fun game. Most importantly, you're going to get to know Sam, the leading lady here. <laughs> okay, so Samantha. I've called you like yeah. eight different names, by the way. Samantha. That's totally fine. Can we hear about, other than you being an amazing hor- horoscope girly, can we hear about just your, your background, your personal life... <laughs> you know, you are a podcast host already. Tell us about it all.
2: <sighs> Where to begin? Okay, so <laughs> I am a Midwest girl. Mm. I live in Michigan. So I'm doing all of this remote, which has, you know, its pros and its cons for sure. Um, I am in a relationship. <laughs> like, how, like you know, and now I'm nervous. Like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do I share um it's been so and trust me this is just the beginning like you guys will learn a lot more about sam in the future right
2: yeah i i'm also i'm not engaged i'm not a fiance but i'm wedding obsessed i love brides i love i love weddings i love talking about weddings i love hearing everyone's opinions on weddings because everybody has one mm. and yeah, I just I'm so excited to like get to know everybody and like the listeners and engage with everybody. I I can't wait.
1: Yes, and your wedding mm-hmm. memes that you've already been creating on the Bachelors Brides Insta yeah, accounts follow. If you don't. It feels, <laughs> it feels like
2: a mental illness. Honestly, that I can like tap into my future self when I'm a bride. And I know that it terrifies my boyfriend. I told him, you know, oh, I'm starting this new job. And he was like, oh, you know, so that was like, that was funny. But
1: he's in the hot seat. He's in the hot seat. This is like when all your friends and family get engaged around you and the groom or the groom to be is in the hot seat already. But. Mm This is like that times 10 because you're literally hosting a podcast and running. You're like immersed
2: with wedding content every single day, all day. Like I already I'm going to be a monster.
1: You're by the time it comes, you are going to be ready, though. I mean, you're you might not think you're a wedding expert right now, but let me tell you, you will be you will be soon enough i can't this wait. community. I mean, this community, you're going to love them. I know you've already been with them on Instagram and they'll be seeing a lot more of you, but you really are gonna love them. They are, I mean, this audience taught me how to plan my wedding. Like truly, they taught me everything I know about weddings. You're just like, you get immersed in them and some would say can't ever get out. Um yeah. <laughs> but that said, okay, so you are a podcast host. Tell us about your other podcasts. Yeah. So
2: I have a podcast called hot off the mess, which is basically just a Bravo related podcast because I run the Bravo account, Bravo historian on Instagram, um, which I've been doing for like four years. It like really just started as like a passion project for me. Like I was someone who just really liked reality television and made it a thing. And then it slowly grew and grew. And then I started getting different opportunities. Like I was a freelance writer for batches back in like 2019 and then I did freelance a little bit here and there for other publications, and yeah, now now I'm here. So it's really exciting.
1: You're a pop culture aficionado, which is something that was always one of my blind spots. I'm not like I watched Summer House, and that's the only Bravo show, which is my biggest downfall. I mean, it's I'd a say. good one.
2: It's a good one to watch. I
1: know. I, I just watch it because they're like our age, you know. They're like it's the most like. Attainable, not that I need to like be a, a reality star, but I no, don't they're know. like more
2: relatable. I yes, totally agree. Relatable.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: But in the worst ways, too, you're like, yeah. Oh my god, like it's the worst when you like see yourself in someone and you're like, Oh my god, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, literally.
1: literally. I like Paige, I'm like, I like her fashion stuff. So. Yeah,
2: she's like a girly girl, I love it.
1: Yeah, she is. Um, anywho, that said, I think. You know, that'll be fun to see you kind of infuse pop culture aspects into weddings, celeb weddings, all the, the, you know, celeb influencer weddings we're always seeing every day. Um, Yeah. But what else, like, what are you excited to do with the show?
2: What I'm excited to do with the account, I am excited to just continue to grow it. I'm excited to expand. I'm excited to talk to experts. Mm. I'm excited to talk to relationship therapists. I'm excited to talk to you know, wedding therapists. I'm sure that there's some out there. And of course, like, I just want to get to know the community more and have, you know, maybe people planning their weddings on the podcast, talk to real brides. I feel like that's super important. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to be
1: getting to know our ambassadors too more. Mm -hmm. I know you already know their, their stuff and whatnot, but our ambassadors are still in full force until their wedding days next year. So they're going to co- become, you know, big voices of Betch's brides and whatnot, which I know you all will love because, I mean, those three girls are just killing it already. They're like not even within the first couple months of their wedding planning and they've all got their weddings like planned there. Those are like type A expert brides, I'd say, which is just interesting. I'm excited to see what kind of bride you'll be one day.
2: You know, me too. I've thought a lot about this because I just had a like self-awareness awakening within the last I would say about three months. So I consider myself to be like highly, highly self-aware. But my boyfriend likes to tell me that there he's like, you're 90% self-aware, but then you're 10% like clueless about yourself. (laughs) Like he's like, you don't know who you are because I thought my entire life, this is I'm being dead ass. I thought I was (laughs) type A. And then it really hit me. I was like, I really don't think I am. I think I'm I think I'm type B and I had this conversation with my mom and she looked at me and she was like, "Are you kidding me?" She's like, "You are just now like realizing this." And I but told everyone not. in my life. I like it was an announcement. I was like, mm-hmm. "You guys, I'm type B." And they were like, "Yeah, we know. You're a wreck."
1: Oh, you'll see that a lot more too like when like with wedding planning, literally the type A, I kind of had the same issue. Like I thought I was type A because like what I've planned ahead in life for certain things a little bit. Feel Like I'm on time. Yeah. On time. I don't like being late. Exactly. Like, but then you see an actual type A person with their Mm. Excel sheets, this and color coded that. And like very like Organized on top of it, like thinking five Mm -hmm. years in advance kind of thing, and you're like, "Oh no, that ain't me. That that's
2: not me. I wish it was. I Mm -hmm. think that that's what it is. Like, I think I I want to be that person. Like, I want to have the color coded, you know, calendars and the this and and I'm like, but I I'm really not. Yep, I'm 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 a mess.
1: Yep. I'll start the calendars and stuff, but then I just won't like oh upkeep God. them. I'll do it for when like When you get a, a fresh
2: planner in January, <laughs> that thing is crisp. It's every day is marked to the T and then come like yep. February like 12th, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I really don't need this.
1: Literally. If you flip through mine, it's like stickers. I was doing stickers and color-coded pens in the beginning. Now it's like Weeks go by with blank pages. Weeks. Because sometimes I'm like, maybe I don't have much going on. I don't have stuff to plan this week. It's an off week. Really, it's like, no, I just normal work week that I should be planning.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet.
1: Let's talk some wedding stuff. Let's get into, we have a really great voicemail, which is fun. You know, we launched this Betches Brides hotline. You all need to call it. We will uh, put the number in the show notes, please, Rebecca. Um, So, cause I don't know the number by heart and I don't have it written <coughs> down, but let's get into our first voicemail. Hey, Nicole. I just
3: wanted to say that I'm obsessed with the pod. I've been an avid listener since getting engaged back in September, and I eagerly await for new episodes every Monday. So I have a dilemma that I need your help with. One of my best friends who I'll be asking to be a bridesmaid in my Memorial Day weekend wedding next year is in the most toxic relationship ever. They've been on and off. For a little over a year but it's to the point where i literally have asked her to stop telling me about their relationship because i just couldn't handle it anymore so in the past she would tell me all the negative things about him and how he treated her and then she would turn around and get back together with him like nothing ever happened it's been exhausting to say the least and i'm not her only friend who feels this way about their relationship the way i'm describing it seems way better than it actually is I've been through some shit in the past, but nothing like this. He treats her so poorly. I truly do not understand it, but I'll spare you the details. Anyway, I want her to be by my side at my wedding. She's been one of my best friends since our freshman year of college, which has now been about 13 years. Yikes, I'm old. And she's very important to me. But my dilemma is that I do not want her boyfriend there. I know he's going to cause drama in some capacity, and I just don't want to have to even think about that on my special day. I have a feeling that if I don't let her bring him, she's not going to come to my wedding. Even if they're, if, if they're even together by the time my wedding happens. Who knows? Um, she has also slept with two of my fiance's friends who will be at our wedding. And her boyfriend knows about both instances. So I feel like there's going to be drama there also. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on what I should do. Thanks for everything and for being so awesome.
1: Wow. Wow. This is a very tough one. This is a tough one. <sighs> so my first things first. Okay, if you really like love this this friend, which it sounds like you really do. You said you care a lot about her. You want her to be a bridesmaid. That means you like really love her. Um, w- great. We love a wonderful female friendship. So I think you, I think first things first, just like talk to her, like tell her how you're feeling. And if this guy has probable cause where he, if the boyfriend has caused drama in the past at other like public events and gatherings and such, then you have every right to think like, oh yeah, there he might cause drama. And as the bride, yeah, I could totally see why you don't want that at your wedding. But before you make some sort of like hard and fast decision, I would just like talk it out to her and be like, listen, I would go to her and be like, listen, I love you so much. No doubt about it in my mind. I want you there with me on my wedding day. I want you to have the best time possible. I know that might mean bringing, let's call him Jake for now. I know that might he mean- He sounds like, like a Jake. I know. I don't know why. That's just like- Yeah. <laughs> um, I know that might mean that like you- would want to bring jake like i just wanted to talk to you about that because here are my concerns and like Mm -hmm. if she is a good friend to you she can't get that mad at you for just coming to her and voicing your concerns you know i don't know what are your thoughts
2: so i agree 100 percent with everything you're saying because i think if you come to your friend and are like jake is not invited but I want you to be a part of my wedding. It's a little too harsh and it automatically puts her on the defense. Mm-hmm. And I think if you were to like sit her down and be like, you like you said, like you mean a lot to me. We've been friends for 13 years. Like I really care about you and it's really important that you're there with me. But I have these, I'm apprehensive about Jake coming to, the, to my wedding. And I, like you said, if she's a good friend, I think that she'll take that into consideration as well because it, mm-hmm. I think, think she knows that her boyfriend is toxic because like point. she's always coming to her her friend with problems like they break up a lot she said like so they her friend is like aware she mm-hmm. just seems to be in like a bad pattern with him so right. hopefully she understands and if she gives you pushback on it like that's when the decision i think has it gets a little it gets a little hard because if she's like no like i want right. him there why wouldn't he be able to come Right, I like. You have to have your examples ready. You have to talk to her calmly. <laughs> you right, you can't. You can't be too too harsh. I think.
1: Right, 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 right. That's a good point. That she definitely knows the guy is toxic. Like he's no angel, and they both know it. I mean, the easiest thing. If I were to like, in an ideal world, she'd go to she'd go to the friend, talk it out, come from a place of empathy, and. And the friend would be like, listen, I I hear you. You know what? I agree. Not bringing him. But I have a feeling that like in this case, I don't know, this girl, she keeps going back to him. She might really be like, what the fuck? If I'm your bridesmaid, he's my boyfriend. Like, let me bring him. Mm -hmm. And then that makes the decision obviously even tougher. I would say like if you do end up going the route of being like, okay, fine, he can come and that's solely because I love you, not him but you're my bridesmaid and I'll let you bring him. I do think like you gotta set boundaries. And maybe even if there's any events leading up to the wedding day, like an engagement party or something, I don't know, like test it out there and like have people spy on him and see if he tries to cause drama at these gatherings. Mm-hmm. And and that'll give you more. Cause if there is like, let's say they have an engagement party and he causes a bunch of drama over like who she slept with and stuff, whatever. Just gets drunk and starts and chooses violence, then yeah, then then that's like hard probable cause for the bride to be like, listen, he fucked up my engagement party, gotta put my foot down for the wedding, he's not coming. But if, like if there's no hard and fast evidence like that, like I, it's gonna be tough to like say no as sucky as that sounds, like. I don't know. So I would set boundaries no, prior. No, I, I like
2: that idea. Like kind yeah. of testing the waters a little bit. Like maybe even just getting the groomsmen and the bridesmaids and everybody kind of together. Yeah. And like they can bring their boyfriends. Like you guys can do, I don't know, like what do people do? Axe throwing. You can maybe <laughs> axe throw. Um, like something like an activity, like where you get everybody together. I don't know. That felt like a nice fall activity.
1: That does not th- this psychopath throw in. I don't want to. Yeah, maybe in not. Maybe hand. do
2: like bowling. <laughs> maybe do something like low key like that. But yeah. definitely get him around the group and test him to right. see how he does. Because if right. he starts sh- like acting up, then you can, like you said, be like, okay, he clearly. <laughs> clearly is going to make a scene at my wedding and I don't want to deal with that. And again, her friend should understand that. Right. If she's a good friend.
1: Right, right. That's the thing. Yeah. And if it does get to the actual point where like you don't, I don't know, you let him come to the wedding day, I would literally set people on his ass. Like I would be like, delegate some really good friends and be like, it's your guys' job to make sure Jake does not cause drama and does not make a scene at all. And if he does... We're kicking him out. Like <laughs> we mm-hmm. kick people out. Not that you want to get to that point, but I don't but know. But Jake or might you push s- you
2: to that point.
1: Oh, Jake seems like a pusher. Literally,
2: Jake, Jake seems like he's he's really something.
1: Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like you, you know, our biggest thing we always say on this podcast is like, you do what the fuck you want. It's your wedding day. So if you're like, listen. He ain't coming. Just go to her and say that right away. Do what yeah, you like want. she at the said, she was like,
2: I. She didn't give us a lot of details about his past, um, right? Things, but it doesn't sound good, and her right. friend seems diplomatic, you know.
1: Yes, yes. Very we've all been dig- there, girl. Oh, we've all been there. It's like yeah, we got to get the friend out. Who knows? Maybe we'll get to the wedding day and they yeah, will even Yeah,
2: that's be the thing. Together. She said she's like they might not even be together. So, but you still want to have this conversation with her, get him around the group. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Yeah. Maybe Talk do like Sunday night football vibe.
1: <gasps> that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. That is a good idea. Okay. Cool.
2: Not axe throwing. I really <laughs> don't know where that came from. I have to be 100% honest. It just felt like very like fall to me, like very like what do you do in the winter time? Listen, I love I've that. Never I've never done it, so I don't know why that was like the top of mind.
1: And Now I want to though. Like I feel like that would be a fun date night thing. Oh, for sure. Axe. Throwing. Also like
2: imagine being so good at it.
1: Yeah, like really Like getting the bullseye. So <laughs> the throwing of the axe. It, honestly, it sounds hard, but I want to do it. I feel like people do that in Brooklyn all the time. Um I hope it helped I know I hope this helped too definitely like write back oh we love an update too so like leave another voicemail if you decide what to do and you talk and you do talk to her definitely check back in and leave a voicemail because we love a whole update moment
0: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where Bank of America can help
1: Let's get into our fun would you rather game. Rebecca did these for us. So I haven't even like read all of them, but I read the first couple and screamed prior because they're really hard and I feel like are fun and will get us talking about some fun wedding planning scenarios. Yeah. So without further ado, okay, our first one is, would you rather be engaged for one month or 10 years before your wedding day? One month. I agree. 10 years uh, ten Rebecca. Years. That was a that's a lot. Let's do that's like a long one, time one month or like 3 years. That makes the stakes closer.
2: Yeah, I just think a long engagement for me personally. This is just me and this again, guys, not I'm not engaged don't know. So I <laughs> this might change, you know, in a year from now. Who knows what I'll be thinking. But I just think like with a long engagement for me, I would just like put things off for too long. Yeah, and like then I'd be rushing anyways, so I might as well just get it done in a month. Very like Chloe and Lamar, you know.
1: Yes, yes, love the reference. Um, yeah, I mean, one month for sure. In that case, though, like you're not having a big wedding; it's that's impossible. Mm. You can't plan like a two hundred person wedding in a month. But I would just do a small twenty person family only, fret close friends only. That's what Mike and Mm -hmm. I literally wanted to do halfway through our wedding planning when we had to postpone and everything. We, um, long story short, we wanted to just do a micro wedding and then couldn't because we like did the math and we had already spent a bunch of deposits, non-refundable deposits. And it would have like cost more to just like lose that money instead of just like move forward with planning the wedding. So we were like, fuck it, we're doing this live. Had a 160-person wedding. So yeah, I loved doing that for the sake of like, it was a wonderful day, whatever, whatever. Like, I talked about it throughout Betcha's Bride stuff. But that said, if I were in this scenario, a one-month quick elopement vibes wedding sounds amazing.
2: Yeah, a little micro wedding, a little intimate gathering, Mm
1: -hmm. twinkle Mm -hmm. lights. Yes. You know? Twinkle lights. Cute little
2: tables.
1: yes figured out lovely that sounds Mm -hmm. beautiful okay the next one would you rather someone else wear a white dress or someone get proposed to at your wedding
2: (laughs) the second one gets my blood boiling i am so against people getting engaged at other people's weddings i don't care if the bride is in on it i don't care if the groom is in on it i don't care if the priest is in on it i don't care (laughs) if they gave it the their blessing it's so wrong to me yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I also wouldn't want you wearing white. But if I had the choice, I would rather you were white than get engaged.
1: Yeah. Wedding. This one is the one I shrieked at when I read. This is so hard. I agree, I, though. It's it is fucked up. I would rather them get proposed though. I don't know. The wear white, like get out of here with what an all white. I would like, crop them out of all the
2: pictures.
1: Yeah, but uh, yes, but like I don't I'm one of those people that like I'd rather save you the embarrassment and like the wearing white is like I don't know. I I'm I'd rather like put myself in a weirder position so that other people aren't embarrassed as much because it's really kind. No, it's not kind. It's like something I need to work on with a therapist, but thank you. Um <laughs> I just like I don't know I just feel like a white dress is like everyone's looking at you and everyone's like how fucking dare you and it causes more of like a scene and an issue versus like engagement people think is like some people like are down for it I'm not
2: some people are so down
1: it's so weird even like you said when the couple's in on it too I'm like what
2: I just don't get it like I just I don't get like you have 364 other days of the year to do why that. are you doing it today?
1: And why would you want to? Like that's the story you tell. Like that's oh, the at day. Sarah's yeah, wedding. like like what? Yeah,
2: like oh, I got engaged at Aunt Carol's. You know, wedding. Like that's weird.
1: Yeah, we've it's seen weird. like I've seen videos on like TikTok and stuff of proposals that weddings happen, and. People in the comments are always like, "Oh, that's such so sweet. Look, the groom's crying. Like, it's like no, it's at a fucking wedding, though. Like, get are we out even,
2: here? Like, are we in the minority <laughs> with this?
1: Like, do people love this? I don't know. Might get hate mail. <laughs> Honestly, probably. No, no. Probably. These, these brides, no. You got the brides listening will be like, "No, nah, fuck that." I think, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're both Weird. pretty bad. They're both bad, but I would rather, I guess, wear white because it's more of like a visual moment or I would rather them wear white than proposal. You'd rather proposal. Agree to disagree. Okay. Would you rather all your exes show up at your wedding or all your significant other's exes show up?
2: I'm just thinking of the people that I've dated and like from different times in my life and just imagining them like showing up would be Mm. so horrible and hilarious um, so embarrassing
1: I honestly have to think about this is hard it is really hard they're all very hard good job Rebecca
2: were they invited or they like crashed
1: let's say they crashed okay I'd get so mad if my husband invited his exes to our wedding like, without letting me know I, I'd rather mine show up because I'm toxic and jealous
2: yeah I'm too jealous I would be like why the fuck are you here and like yeah. if my exes showed up I'd be like you guys are freaks like get out yeah
1: yeah no no no
2: but yeah. if if his exes showed up I would claw their I would eyes I curse the day out. they were born
1: <laughs> yeah if mine showed up yeah I'd be like ooh what's going on just get out of here but also like you wish this was you up here okay yeah um, show them what they're missing out on <laughs> okay next one <laughs> Would you rather have your photographer cancel? This one made me scream. Would you rather have your photographer cancel or have your dress ruined at the last minute? That made my eyes water. Like photographer is arguably one of the most In- important vendors. Important. To most people. It depends how and much have you my birth. dress ruined. But like to get like a good wedding photographer at the very last second is borderline. Like, you can't just be, like, here and No, I would be devastated. I would
2: rather my dress be ruined.
1: I know. I would almost, too, because then it's, like... I mean, it's... As much as that stinks, you wear something else and you have a funny story. I don't know. You have a funny story. The photographer thing thing would
2: just be really devastating. Like, what would you have?
1: Yeah. You would have... Yeah, you know, that would just it's like you have this nice, amazing dress, but no pictures to show for it.
2: Yeah, like Versus- you, would, you would still have like the same exact wedding, beautiful, iconic. And you would have no photographer like, no,
1: I feel like this has happened. Like we definitely had somebody listening whose photographer is canceled at the last second. So if you have email that in, because that would be fun to hear about. So just do that. Make Make us all feel better about all the mishaps that go wrong in our lives with that one. but um, yeah, I don't know, because if you don't if your dress is ruined, you still go, you have fun photos to show for it. But if your photographer is ruined, you go, but you have nothing? I don't know. that sucks, but dress, I guess <laughs> that would just that sucks. There definitely are brides who have like spilled red wine all down their dress before the aisle too, you know?
2: I was in a wedding like two weekends ago and the bride um, had these candle votives on either side of like her altar no. and they were really tall. And like the candles weren't like, you know, as tall as the votive, but it was still, you know, they were like pretty good size. Mm-hmm. And so like she walks up, everyone's, you know, emotional, the maid of honor, like fluffs up the dress. And like lays it on top of the candles. No. And when I tell you, I launched myself at this <laughs> dress, like to get it off, and there was like a little tiny like singe.
1: Oh,
2: on the okay. Back. Well, thank God it, was it didn't really. I felt go terrible. I flames. was terrified she would go, she was gonna go up in flames.
1: Oh, that is yeah. scary. No, my heart was are- racing. Props to you for launching yourself.
2: I... I really did. I lunged into action.
1: Oh, my God. Have you been a bridesmaid a lot of times or not really?
2: Not a lot. I've recently, like, this year is, like, when all my friends started to get married. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I've been in two weddings this year. Um, and then the other wedding I was at, like, they didn't have any bridesmaids or bridesmen or groomsmen or anything like that. So, yeah, nice. just two.
1: Nice. Ugh. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Get ready because once you start being in the first couple, it all catapults. Yeah, you've been
2: in a lot. I feel.
1: I'm in one next week this this weekend. Literally this coming weekend. This episode will be out right after it, actually. But um, I
2: mean, it's so fun. It's the longest day. Like no one prepares you for how long that day is. Like the first wedding I was in, she sent us like the itinerary, and I looked at it and I was like, seven thirty a.m. Oh my God, I that's I got in nothing. so much trouble. I was,
0: <laughs> I had
2: so much trouble with the bride. I thought 7.30 was like, we, like I thought we were, there was some time, like a grace period. Mm. So I decided to take a soak. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna get in the tub. I'm gonna take a soak. She calls me, it's like 8 a.m. She's like, where are you? I go, I'm in no. the tub. She's like, can you get out and come to the room? And I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was like, I didn't, I didn't oh. understand that because it was Worst my first wedding made. I was in.
1: No. Okay. That is yeah. the thing. That, that is a very good learning. Actually, everybody take this and learn because brides need to build in at least a 20 minute buffer time. That happened to me. My one friend was still sleeping. She was hung over from the rehearsal night. They, Nicole, they I was
2: truly living. I was a woman of leisure in that tub. Like you couldn't <laughs> tell me anything i was <laughs> just living it. your best and I life had no in the club
1: well the bride's freaking
2: no literally yeah, the bride's
1: like cussing me out she's like can you get over here i'm I, like, so sorry i see why because the hair and makeup people they mm-hmm. they're being paid for a certain hour to another like that my hair and makeup people showed up on my wedding day set up their stuff shit. in like 30 seconds and literally were like okay we need somebody in our chair right now it was literally like 6 30 a.m and I was like oh you actually well, need and then bra-
2: there's that awkward like no one wants to be first oh so there's the that worst. awkward like no one wants to step up and do it so the worst. no the women that do and men whoever does hair yeah. and makeup on weddings like they they run a tight ship
1: mm-hmm.
2: and they're not fucking around they're not fucking and around. And you, you get in that chair. And,
1: and just be gonna... the bridesmaid who goes in the chair first. I've done just it sit before. Down. And yeah. honestly, it's kind of fun. Like, you go in the chair. You have all your stuff done first. I've actually seen, not to, like, now we're going to cause drama over the last person, but I've actually seen cases where, like, the last bridesmaid in the chair is actually the one that gets the short end of the stick because they're you rushing. have to move on. They're rushing. You have to move on to the next – to photos and this bridesmaid's half ready and the hair and makeup people are like, sorry, can't finish you. Like, I've seen that, which is a nightmare. So get yeah. your ass in the chair. Save everybody a little bit of stress by volunteering first. These people are professional. They're going to put on the best setting spray in the business. They're not going to let your makeup and hair fade. Like... Just get your ass in the yeah. chair and, and then you them. can spend the
2: rest of the day like eating bagels and like it's drinking mimosas. Making yeah.
1: TikToks, whatever the hell you want. Yeah, whatever
2: you want to do. You're the content Steaming. Person, you? Yes. I was steaming. I'm always I'm always in charge of steaming. I don't know how it happens to me. Really? But the last poetic set then been role. In,
1: That's a very important job.
2: It is. And if you don't have a good steamer, ladies,
1: Mm-mm. we
2: you need a good steamer. Because you don't need the ones that s- squirt out.
1: Oh god. That's a When nightmare. they start squirting,
2: <laughs> it's a problem.
1: Test out that steamer. Read yeah, the Amazon review not need a reviews. squirter on the wedding day. No, we cannot have that because that'll ruin the satin fabric. <laughs> snag the fabric. What's that from? Oh, Legally Blonde. Yes. It'll snag the fabric when she like tells off the woman in the store. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah. No, you can't be that person. Okay. Would you rather everyone get food poisoning from the wedding food or everyone get bored and leave early?
2: These are horrible.
1: I know which one. This was easy for me.
2: Which, which one?
1: I'd rather them just get food poisoning. I'm sorry. I Call me the devil. I don't care, but like literally get bored and leave early on my wedding day. That is my worst nightmare. I mean, the food poisoning thing also fucking sucks. And sorry, I don't want anybody. Like, (laughs) these are just hypothetical. Like, don't come for me. Right.
2: You're not wishing this upon people. You're just saying in this hypothetical situation, I would want you praying to the toilet bowl the next day.
1: Like, not too bad. Like, maybe like one quick throw up and then move on. We're done. But Mm Hmm. mm. Everyone get bored and leave early. That's detrimental. I would be devastated.
2: Like that like, hurts my heart.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get surprised. Because no one wants a
2: boring wedding.
1: No. Don't get surprised if at your wedding day, like some of the older people leave early. Like that's always going to happen. But like the the guests, nobody should be getting bored. They should be left wanting more. Mm-hmm. And we've done plenty of episodes on how to do that. Literally interviewed like the freaking The guy from my band who like set up the whole timeline of the reception and everything, I'm sure you guys will talk about ways to do that too. Like there, you just need good entertainment. You want people wanting more. You need good alcohol, Mm -hmm. entertainment, fun vibes. But yeah, you don't want them leaving early. That's not. Yeah,
2: I I take, I sorry to my future guests. I don't wish this upon you, but Mm. I don't want you leaving.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, last one, and then we'll move on to our happily ever after email. Would you rather your partner forget their wedding vows or your partner say the wrong name during vows? During their vows. Oh my God. I think I would rather them forget their yeah. vows. Yeah. I mean, first of all, why why they why are they memorizing their vows to begin with? We read them from right. paper, right? hmm I wouldn't know because I don't know if you if I feel like I've said it a billion times, but our deacon made us <laughs> write letters to each other, very strictly. They were not vows. We weren't allowed to call them vows. They were just, he was like, I want you to write a, a nice, meaningful, one-page letter to each other. And then you send it to me anonymously and I will read them out loud. And we were like, that's a little weird, but okay, whatever. He was very like steadfast on that. He was like, I do it in all my weddings. It's the best moment. Everybody likes it the best. Like he was very strict about it. We were like, you know what, fuck it. We're just grateful to have you because nobody else in the Catholic Church would marry us. So we're like, we'll go along with your thing. Instead of like reading our own vows, they were like letters that he read. And he read them though off paper. Like if Mike and I had done our own, we would have read them off paper.
2: Yeah, no one's like memorizing their vows.
1: And if they are, but if someone impressive.
2: called, like if my fiance slash future husband called me like <laughs> Rachel or something, I would be
1: like devastated. Friends. Do you watch Friends or did you just pull Rachel out?
2: Rachel, I literally, does that happen? Oh my God, it happens yes. in Friends.
1: <laughs> that was really weird. Ross says Rachel, he subliminally, yeah.
2: Oh um, my god, I didn't even mean to do that honestly, cuz I'm not a friends so funny. girl. Uh, but
1: What? Uh. Put yes. down the bravo. No I'm kidding.
2: I know. No, literally. It's like all my friends love friends and I don't.
1: I love it. I love it. Um yeah, I don't know. I'd rather have them forget the vows, but we won't have yeah. to worry about that. But yeah, if they said the wrong name, like they can go straight to hell and I will wave them there. Huh. <sighs> Lovely thing to say after talking about my (laughs) deacon. Um, Okay. I'm very
2: intrigued why you were not allowed to get married by other, like by priests. uh,
1: Because long story short, we were getting married in Maryland. We wanted to get married in this beautiful church in Annapolis right next to the venue. That was the goal. They wouldn't let us. They literally, we begged them because we're not, Catholic churches and I'm sure other religious churches are strict, where if you're not a member of that parish, like, you don't oh. live there, they don't let you. I mean, we tried, like, my brother-in-law used to coach lacrosse there, so we tried pulling that string. We tried everything, and it wasn't working. So um, we had to, do, I called, like, every church in the area, being like, do you have somebody, anybody that will marry us? Like, we are Catholic, but we're considering not being, because fuck. And finally, this Deacon Dave was like, I'll do it. And like Deacon so Dave came through. He came through. We were just grateful to have him. And then he was like, "I'll even do it outside of the church so that you can do it at your venue on the beautiful location, mm-hmm. which Maryland is only like one of two, I don't know if it's changed since, but it was one of two dioceses in the country to allow you to get married outside of the church but still have a Catholic ceremony." Um so that was cool and he like did all of our paperwork for us to do that i don't know he's great go to him just well, know that you're gonna can have to Good for let him. him read your vows but <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i've gotten dms from people that get married in maryland that are like we're using deacon dave so that's he's, so cute he's adorable he deserves it all time for this happily ever after email brought to you by bride bright in this segment we give advice to our listeners about challenges they're facing and how to overcome those challenges together for a happily ever after and if you want your happily ever after to be all smiles be sure to check out bride bright for their easy and effective teeth whitening kit that will keep you smiling through it all here's our email for the week By the way, Sam, we need to get you ride right, not because your teeth are glistening white already, but you're going to love it because it's truly the best teeth whitening kit out there. So do you want to go ahead and read this email?
2: Yeah. Hey, Betches, love the pod. I got married just over two weeks ago, and it was amazing. The podcast came out right after I got engaged, so it's been awesome to have you along the whole journey. Still a listener as we have our big reception planned for December due to COVID. Another celebration and a delayed honeymoon is enough to keep me blissful post-wedding. But my husband was smacked by the post-wedding blues. How do I help my husband get over the post-wedding blues? And now I'm nervous for what is to come for me. How do I prevent myself from getting the blues after all is said and done?
1: Okay, first of all, this is the first time I've heard of a bride being like my groom Is getting the post-wedding blues. So that's... He's a Nice. I know. I love that. We love an emotional, intelligent man. We actually have done a whole episode, not that long ago, a couple months ago, on on, like strictly on post-wedding blues with um, Jordana's sister, who's a wonderful therapist who talked all about this because she sees clients with this. I just... I know that like for me personally, it helps to always have this is like a temporary band-aid solution though not a real one but it helped at least to have like honeymoon still to look forward to I always say like don't plan it for at least like a month after the wedding not right after the wedding you might have different thoughts on that some people do um but I don't know I like that because then like you're still on the wedding high you have the next couple weeks to like you know, relish in the fun of how fun it was, look back on photos and videos and, you know, nostalgic moments with people from the wedding day, and then you still have the honeymoon to look forward to. Um, that's what we did. Our We got married in September, honeymoon in October, and it was great. But then, I don't know, but then after all that, it also hits. So I would say just, like, I remember Jordana's sister saying, like, you know try to try to just like meditate like be there for each other try to keep like the fun of your relationship going so that like you're still celebrating your marriage and your relationship um and moments of it like have a fun date night like have fun, like embrace the fun of like being a newly married couple instead of being like shift your mindset instead of being like oh shit my wedding's over what do i do now be like oh yay my wedding's over i have so much time like like take a moment to embrace the free time
2: <laughs> um i think all of these are great ideas um obviously like i don't know i've never experienced this but get ready i just think like like you said if you have something else to look forward to that kind of softens maybe the blow a little bit like Instead of it being like cold turkey, like, okay, we have nothing left to sell like to celebrate. Like right. and make sure that you're still like maybe pick up a hobby together. Maybe mm-hmm. like, you know, go cycling together or something. I don't know. Um I and I would never cycle, but maybe this it's, girl would. <laughs> and I support her on that journey and Yeah, I think, you know, I actually don't have a really strong opinion on when to honeymoon because I've seen people do it both ways where they like wait a month or two. It extends, you know, they can kind of like decompress a little bit after the wedding, but still have something really exciting to look forward to after. And then I've seen people, you know, literally get married on a Saturday and they leave for Italy on a Monday. And knowing me personally, I couldn't do that because I would be exhausted. Yeah. Like oh, my social exhausting. like s- s- level would be like depleted. Like I would like I wouldn't yeah. be able to do it. Um but I also get why people want to because it's like they're they just got married and like they're, you know, still excited. So I don't know, I really I see both ways.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's the thing like it definitely does look fun just leaving right after the wedding day. But at this and, and like you are on still a fun high. That's the the counter argument I've heard. People are like, no, you ride that high right into the honeymoon and it's blissful. You're still in marital bliss, blah blah blah. So if that's your thing, go for it. But like you said, literally, us introverted extroverts need to, to be alone in our room watching I have TV. to like recharge. Yes. Yep. Yeah.
2: Like and in I was case- in that wedding two weeks ago and I like my I was so exhausted. Too much. Afterwards, for like three days, yeah. I was like, Oh my god, because it was like a four day long thing. Oh, yeah, you know, like the welcome party and then the rehearsal, and then the, and I was like so tired that I don't know, I don't know what I, how I would handle going straight into the honeymoon, but I'm sure, I'm sure you like still have that tons of like energy and you're still riding that high, but.
1: I'm way too bad of a packer to do that. Imagine having to pack your wedding, like weekend bag. And yes, even if you're getting married five minutes down the street from your house, like you still have to pack your day of stuff. Like imagine having to do that. Pack that whole weekend bag, pack all your stuff that you're bringing your steamer, your bobby pins, your makeup, whatever, your Spanks, everything. Imagine having to do that and then also pack for a two week honeymoon the following day to leave. And like I don't know for me like I had rentals to return logistically the day after the wedding. I had like my our There's car just so flooded much to the do. Week.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I just could I for me I couldn't do that. Yeah. I would definitely have to wait like at least a week mm-hmm. if not more um to like get my shit together again. Yeah. <laughs> to yep. get like my bearings on like reality a little bit. Um yeah. But to fight I mean it's cute And also, I mean, I feel bad that her husband has the post-wedding blues. I know. But it's kind of sweet. I know.
1: (laughs) You know? I'm, like, going to get mad mad at Mike for not having them.
2: Yeah, like, why aren't you sad?
1: Yeah. But I do see, like, the post-wedding blues truly is a thing. I mean, my biggest, hugest takeaway from my wedding was that it just goes by so fast. And then you are. Yeah. Like, even the weekend. Like, even – even like wedding week, I don't know. That's why I always say like have a whole wedding weekend. Like plan the Thursday welcome party, the Friday rehearsal, like the Saturday wedding, etc. If you can, if you can afford it, if people want to go, whatever. So just so it doesn't feel like one one and done day that you've worked over a year for, because that's why that's why the the blues hits. Because you have worked for so long on this day, and then it's suddenly over. And you're like, well, what do I do now with myself? So, I don't know, sign up for a dance class, some improv classes, a new hobby, yeah. start family planning if that's what you wanna do. I don't know, Is it not not that everybody has to do that, but like, just channel yeah, that like, energy Do some, yeah, something. Yeah, channel that energy. Yeah, you know, that's what I would do. Or just like embrace the silence too. That's important. Yeah, That's, that's probably like what you, nice. a therapist would recommend.
2: And that's it for this week's Happily Ever After, brought to you by Bride Bright. Bride Bright knows that getting the perfect smile can be expensive, painful, sticky, or harmful for your enamel and gums. And that's why Bride Bright is an effective, affordable, and sensitivity-free solution for an at-home teeth whitening. It's the perfect way to whiten your teeth and keep you smiling. Their Bride Bright Wedding White Teeth Kit includes everything you need to do this from the comfort of your own home. Nicole, you know something about this.
1: I Love Bride Bright. You know, no, it's truly people ask me like, no, but does it really work? And I'm like, yes. What are you kidding? It literally works so well. Mike and I still use it all the time. We used it up into like before our wedding day extra. But we use it all the time. It, you truly do see results after just a couple uses, which I love. I love them.
2: So check Bride Bright out on Instagram at Bride Bright for teeth tips and more. And you can try Bride Bright for yourself by visiting www.bridebright.co using Betches for 40% off at checkout. That's B-R-I-D-E, dot C-O-Co.com using code Betches for 40% off. <sighs>
1: All right, Samantha, well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, before we go, I can't believe this is my last episode. Okay, before we go, listeners, we want to learn more about you and what you think about Betches. We want your feedback on content, events, and products that you want to see from us in the future. This means Betches Brides and Betches as a whole brand. So we are asking you to just answer a few questions so we can make your Betches experience even better than it already is. So go to Betches.co slash survey. It's literally a quick survey. takes less than five minutes. We've done this before. You guys loved it the last time. So do it again. That's Betches.co slash survey.
2: In case you missed it, we launched a new community where you can connect with other Betches brides and share wedding planning tips, budgeting hacks, or just vent about how stressed you are with the other brides who understand. Chat with me, Samantha B., and the Betches team and get exclusive content just for the group chat. Consider it your free virtual wedding planner. You're welcome. Visit betches.co slash brides group chat.
1: The group chat truly is great. It's popping off. It's like a Facebook group, except way less toxic, honestly um okay well samantha this was a pleasure just scratching the surface getting to know you a pleasure. i know this audience will learn so much more about you in the coming time um <laughs> and yeah i know the future once again the future is bright ew i hate that saying like why do i keep saying it thank you so much for joining where can everybody find you obviously on Betch's brides and all those channels but like also just like you
2: Well, just like me, you can follow my personal Instagram, which is truly like a desert. I rarely (laughs) use it. So maybe you don't want to go over there. I just post a lot of pictures of my dog um, at Samantha Bush on Instagram. And then if you love pop culture and Bravo and everything like that, you can follow me at Bravo historian on Instagram
1: amazing and y'all know where to find me and again i'm not going anywhere like i'm still gonna be at betches i'm going to be doing more videos wedding related non-wedding related pop culture related i literally was dressed as ruth langmore this morning screaming in the office so that's fun video that's coming out but you can find me at nicole pellegrino on both instagram and tiktok i'll still be doing wedding stuff too um and yeah follow our betches tiktok because i'm running that And I love you guys. This is the end of an era, but also a beginning. (laughs) A beginning (laughs) of a new, I don't, I'm trying to sound all philosophical. I love you guys. You're going to love Samantha. She's going to love you back. And yeah, until then, till death do us part.
0: The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.